0: to connect to the community of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast and also to connect to your lovely hosts.
1: Hello, welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. Oh, we starting? No, we don't have to. I'm
0: still chewing nicotine gum.
1: I know you're trying to chew till the last second.
0: Chewing till the till the red light goes on. We are on the air, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Moshe Kasher.
1: And I'm Natasha Legero. You spit it out. You can always tell when someone's talking with a wad of Nicorette in their mouth. You
0: can feel it. Because
1: I kind of like talk like this.
0: Well, my old podcast partner, Neil Brennan, that I used to do a podcast with called The Champs, he used to eat cheeseburgers while we were podcasting. He and doesn't seem like, like
1: a cheeseburger person. He's like such a healthy eater.
0: Well, well, no, maybe it was a vegan cheeseburger, but it was still like a full-on burger. So I'd be like, where'd you get your start in comedy? <laughs> anyway, how are you? You look good. You're looking like Beyonce.
1: Well, you know, I have a closet full of clothes upstairs that I used to wear out to my shows. So now mm-hmm. I'm just kind of I asked wearing my, them for me. I asked my child to pick out an outfit today. She said, this <laughs> looks cool.
0: It does look cool. So I put
1: it on because y- you know why? I had a robe on till six. <laughs> <laughs> so it made like. me feel much better
0: I'll tell you what I like this is not an original observation but it is very freeing to. if you're working on Zoom it's very freeing to go to work in shorts and just like dig off I dig off
1: and do you that means
0: don't give a fuck
1: that's cool but what about the top
0: uh, nothing nothing on top shorts on the bottom nothing on the top sometimes uh, some shaving cream in my chest hair
1: I feel like if I had a Zoom job, I would always be like 10, 15 minutes late.
0: I'm on time all the time. You know what I like? My commute. You
1: can't really be late, right? My
0: commute is rolling over. <laughs> That's my favorite part. <laughs> I pop over. I take a, I'm, I, I've I. taken a shower. I've taken a shower one minute before the writer's room starts. I've, uh, literally, I'm in the shower, suds in my hair, s- gently stroking my um, myself. Getting ready for the work day.
1: Well, this reminds me I think we should call our our guest because I know he has Zoom jobs and I'd love to get his take on what's happening. Not only
0: does he have Zoom jobs in writers' rooms, but he, you, and I Used to all work in a writer's room together.
1: On another period.
0: On your show, another period. He's we've also had his
1: own show. He had a game Talk show. Talk show, The
0: Game Show, which I was actually wearing the sh- a swag.
1: The shwa- robe sh- you wore it today.
0: Robe this very afternoon. <laughs> we started comedy together in San Francisco. It's yeah, he's a, definitely mind.
1: one of the funniest people I know. You should get his book, too.
0: Oh, he is just a brilliant comedic mind and a good person and quite a good quail chef.
1: Oh my God, he's an amazing chef.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only...
1: Guy Branham. Guy Branham. Hi, Guy. (laughs) Hey, how's it going?
0: Good, how are
1: you?
2: I'm doing well. I am in Yuba City, um, and ash is falling from the sky.
0: Is it on fire? Um, Uh, Yuba
2: City is not on fire, but the mountains on either side of us are.
0: So we're just
2: getting the the ash and the real apocalyptic hellscapes. So it looked like San Francisco was pretty fucking creepy today, too.
0: Yeah, it looked like Mars.
1: But my question, Guy, like, how close are you to like a like do people there think you need to evacuate?
2: We don't need to evacuate, but my niece's boyfriend had to evacuate. She they like live up in the mountains um where we live down by the river so i see the fire is not going to get
0: to us yeah you know there was a fire over at this place called um, uh mammoth pool and there was 150 campers trapped there and the sheriff said you may need to jump in the pool that was the <laughs> escape plan was you may need to just go oh, into the body God. of water is california over guy or is this unsustainable
2: Um, I think it's entirely possible. I mean, like, what's terrible is saying the world is ending is now a hack. I feel like hope is the only comedian's choice because, (laughs) like, it just, like, it really just keeps getting worse.
0: Oh, you're saying, like, the subversive subversive punk rock messages for a person to be like, you know, I really think everything's going to kind of just be okay.
1: Yeah, but you think about it, you think, like, corona, police shootings... Uh, the election, um, global warming.
0: What's good, though? We got a good, we got, there's good stuff.
1: The economic collapse.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. I'm just
1: saying, it's like it's all happening at once.
2: Natasha, we have HBO Max <laughs> and Peacock.
0: That's true. <laughs> and HBO Max has the Turner Classic Movies Collection. How about that?
2: <laughs> um, I was just scrolling through it because my mother doesn't know how to operate the Apple TV. Trying to find something to entertain her While I was on with you guys
0: Um, What's she watching? What did we land on?
2: uh, She was spending She was having more fun Slowly perusing the options (laughs) Than actually selecting anything Which I respect
1: So you are just quarantining with your family That's really cool And your mom must have done something right For you to be willing to do that
2: Um (laughs) I was o- I'm only back because I was here for Passover last time I saw you guys.
0: Yuba uh, City, the TV classic Passover destination.
2: <laughs> 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 um, but I only came back because it was my niece's birthday, and then I needed to pitch a show that is directly mocking my family. And so I, I needed to be in my mom's house with the 1981 copy of Woman's Day to properly show it
0: off. You got to freshen up that uh, material. So
1: you're there for inspiration. see? So you know, I would do that.
0: That's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guy, when you're in Yuba City for an extended period of time, like, do you what's up with like, like, guys? Is that just off the table or are or, or there secret enclaves?
2: It it, it is largely off the table. I'm not saying that I have not grinded well here. I am saying that the grinder population is mostly 19 year olds who have not acquired the capital necessary to leave.
1: (laughs) They haven't acquired the capital to leave. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah. it's it's like yeah, right. It's like 40 19 year olds and Farmer Tom, and you're like, Tom, I said no.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's it's very true. It's a little unfortunate. Like, um, I always have to be like, no. Like, the wonderful thing that I've learned from Grindr is that Sacramento is exactly 47 miles away
0: from my church. So. <laughs>
1: is that doable?
0: Hey, anything's
1: doable. I mean, not,
2: not really. I mean, I would have to be here for an extended period of time. It would take <laughs> coronavirus, essentially, that I start com- commuting to Sacramento um for that sort of thing i can just go back to west hollywood which is the grand banks of grindering <laughs> you just throw out a net and your boat is full of fish.
0: yeah but wait just you wait pretty soon guess who's gonna pop up in your west hollywood grinder feed farmer tom Ooh. he's back baby <laughs> <laughs>
1: well guy i'm glad that you're safe and that you're by a lake
0: yeah hey guy we have a a gay question can we ask you a gay question Okay, let's see if you're qualified to answer it because really it's a lesbian question and I know that you, you've only dabbled. Um, we had a call last week um, where a caller... Okay, see how you would have handled this. A caller was in a relationship with a man, wanted to stay in the relationship with the man, loved and was attracted to the man, but was saying, I'm 99% sure I'm gay. What do I do? It's a woman. It was a woman. So I was like, my advice was, well, it sounds like you're too worried about figuring out your identity and you can just be attracted to who you're attracted to. But I then I was like... She I don't, did
1: mention the word identity a lot.
0: Right. Uh, but then I was like, I don't know the answer to this question. Like, it, the, it felt like a young person thing more even than a queer thing. Like, is, is that... What is, is that a thing? Like, I am gay. My identity is gay, but I am in a relationship with an opposite sex person. Is that a modern thing? What do you think?
2: I, I mean, it's interesting because I'm like, well, is this person bisexual? And I don't feel comfortable identifying as bisexual because we love to erase bisexuals or just paint them as attention seeking uh, or slutty. Um And me saying that only reaffirms that idea in in your listening public. Um, but I also think women are like nice and don't want to hurt people's feelings. And like, I can see this person if she, you know, she's acculturated to have opposite sex relationships like we all are, gets into a relationship with a guy who she likes. I mean, the thing is is she needs to leave that guy and go be a lesbian for a
3: while. But, like uh... <laughs> she needs to figure
2: out all that lesbian has to offer. Um, and I feel like this would just be slowly pulling. She wants to very slowly pull off a bandage and try to not hurt this guy, and it's only going to hurt him worse. So maybe he would get some good three ways out of it.
0: <laughs> on the way out it's, a, it's yeah. a, what do they call it depart, the uh, departing gift or whatever I think you gave me no. one of those when I did your, your game show I think you gave me like a band saw or something as a, that uh, sex
1: is always so bad when you know it's the last time you're gonna fuck the person oh when
0: it's on the way out sex yeah. that's funny I, I don't know that I had a lot of that because I didn't have a lot of sustained stuff going on
1: well it's not great
0: well maybe you and I will have some someday and I'll be able to tell you <laughs>
1: Um, guy, do you feel qualified to at least, if you don't want to give people advice, just make fun of their problem or something?
2: Absolutely. You
1: can also be nice to them.
2: That's boring. That's not good content though, Natasha. All three of us know that. We've done a panel show.
1: Well, I mean, I want to ask you what you think of the coronavirus, but most will probably get mad no, at me. No,
0: <laughs> no, please ask away guys. Probably guy. You're one of the smartest people we collectively yeah, know. And so like, we always You're want someone
1: to I wish I would have been talking to more in this pandemic. Like, is there anything that you've learned or thought or are looking forward to, or do you just want to skip this? I,
2: I mean, I had a truly horrifying moment. First of all, it's very sweet. You guys are very sweet, kind as always. Um, i would i got like um a poll like an official like from a polling company poll and i was filling it out and i got to the question do you believe that the coronavirus was created in a lab and it was a situation of like i understand intellectually that that is a bonkers batshit conspiracy theory. And also I said yes. <laughs> <laughs> what? I I love I love the rational world. I love believing in our technocrats. I love understanding that viruses are incubating all the time and global warming is probably making them incubate even faster. But I was like, no, it's entirely possible that this was some sort of fucked up like like plot by the Chinese government to get rid of old people or to like destabilize world politics so we wouldn't notice why they stole Hong Kong Uh
0: (laughs) (laughs) which did which did work out very well for them.
1: I? Wait, We're so so so, are you saying then, Guy, that y- is this is this QAnon?
0: <laughs> no, this is not. Everything Natasha doesn't really understand what QAnon is, so it's every,
1: confusing. everything
0: weird that anybody does, she's like, "Is that QAnon? Is this Q?" What
1: Guy isn't saying that he believes that it's created in a lab.
0: Yes, I believe he is.
1: I mean. Uh, <laughs> I I, I, when I was listening to the BBC that like that was still on the table. It wasn't like necessarily nefarious. It was just these mistakes happen. There's like mishandling of, you know, and it it also did happen to happen right at the time when everyone was coming and going in the Chinese New Year. So that was like exacerbated it all. And then it shot it out across the world.
2: Well, and and also that that China has like had such like a, a low infection rate compared to us. I don't know. But to <laughs> Natasha's point of QAnon is hard to keep track of, you have to, both QAnon and Pizzagate are Mad Libs. Like, both of them are... What? are Mad, just, libs. Li- <laughs> Mad Libs. Mad it, Libs. It's just like, um, well, a bunch of now celebrities are adjective pedophilic like
0: i don't <laughs> well to be fair it. to be fair there's a lot of celebrities there's only one adjective and it's always pedophilic i don't think they don't have a big array in their accusations <laughs> well, I,
1: I mean the pizzagate thing why is anyone still talking about that that is just like if that's the only evidence uh, or that's the only example of their of their system or their organization oh, I don't think it's the only example it's the one that everyone cites every time i ask them and i'm like w- that was just a facebook like that wasn't that just a, a joke I, or something or it was obvious it was so obvious it wasn't real
0: well it was not real and they made they they knew for sure it wasn't real when the man burst into the pizza place with a with a machine gun and kicked down the door to find the basement and there, were like much like I P- see. They're much not... like Pee <laughs> Wee's Great Adventure there was no basement in the Alamo
1: so they weren't saying they weren't saying that I get the story
0: it. of Pizzagate it, they're is saying that the, the, they were the violence
1: saying, is still possible no, that's the, the point I, uh, to what? that that violence could happen again
0: oh I'm, I believe that it will I, if I had to guess I would say that it will QAnon is a, is a real qu- quag- quagmire but I do think it's a funny. Do you want? I mean, I I kind of. Do you understand it, guy? Not really. No. Do you want me to give you the the thirty second version? Sure. Okay. Four chan. Okay. Four chan was this like meme aggregator website, and was kind of the beginning of the the like the funny internet, but it was also the beginning of the uh, the racist internet and the uh, the nihilistic you know, we'll do what we want and troll you so hard it'll destroy you, internet, right? That turned, that turned into a bunch of different websites that have kind of gone down the tubes because as that floodgate opened where it was like there are no rules and you can post uh, anonymously, the content started to become more and more horrifying to getting to like Deeply racist, deeply awful, but it was all generated by this anon- anonymous posting thing. No one ever knew who was posting what, so you could post anything—the most horrifying things in the world. You could dox people, you could send, you could swat people because nobody knew who was doing what. Then all of a sudden, uh, so that four chan became a website called eight chan, which became a website called eight coon because they kept get shutting down, getting shut down because of the content was getting so bad it was becoming violent and dangerous. Finally, somewhere around the Trump election, someone posted something on one of those anonymous websites where where it, it said, uh, I am Q, and Hillary Clinton is going to be arrested for something or other on this date. And people were like, whoa, there's somebody that is that is posting from the government. They can only post here because this is the only place that you're truly anonymous. So this is probably true. Hillary Clinton did not, as you will uh, may or may not know, get arrested on that date. But that started a ball rolling. Where who, who knows who Q is? Q could be one person. It could be a bunch of trolls. It could be. It, it, but it, this 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 Q thing keeps posting on these anonymous websites these like ominous messages of like the, of of sort of like I'm in the government, and here are, there's a secret like society and the deep state, vis a vis some kind of weird pedophile ring. Ding ding ding. Mad libs. Uh, and and I'm trying to. I and Donald Trump am trying to fight this deep state, and the the do not give up hope the the great battle will be won, and now it's become an american religion people it it got so big from that believing that little kernel of uh, that that was really a person in the government. It got so big that it now no longer even matters what Q is or what the messages from Q are. They are people that believe that there is a grand conspiracy that only they are privy to the truth of, which is truly the start of every uh, uh, religion that has ever existed.
1: What about Guy saying that the coronavirus was started in a lab in China? I
0: would say that Guy is at at serious risk <laughs> of becoming a QAnon adherent.
2: <laughs> um. The one thing I know about QAnon is that they believe that ce- celebrities are stealing something from the blood of young people. Right. And I like that in a new fashion conspiracy theory, you can take some old-fashioned Jew blood libel <laughs> and like give it
0: give it new life. It's exciting. It's bothersome to think... me because that was our intellectual property. And as a Jew, I'm very <laughs> litigious about that kind of thing.
1: But you do think what? Men...
2: Oh, just like... um these conspiracy theories are are for a country where no one speaks French, but a bunch of people speak Eldish. Like, I mean, that's, (laughs) that's a bad example, but I, I do think it is like, people don't learn actual history or like how things work. And then they turn 37 and they start wondering, and it's much easier to have a like Marvel movie version of how things work than to understand how it actually
1: works. Because they haven't been to like schooling or like been able to like develop critical thinking or, you know, just immunity to data, just like any data isn't real.
2: Yeah, it's like when I think about the guys who worked construction with my dad or the guys who are here in my hometown, like these things are very appealing to them because they explain a world that they live in but never really thought about. Because they were too busy hunting or trying to get pussy,
0: or or hunting for pussy, as it were.
2: I, yeah, I probably should have done that.
0: Yeah, you know, no, I, 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 But then,
1: I, how do they become internet savvy?
0: No, I mean, I think that I think what you're saying is is actually interesting. Like, like they're, they're the desire to understand the world that you live in is one that everybody has, and the internet has brought to the home. To, to your home. Of
1: everyone. To,
0: of everyone. Yeah. Even the, my
1: brother who lives in a van, r- the, he ab- exactly. has the internet.
0: The ability to have un, unlimited hours of, uh, of, uh, of education about how the world works. The problem with the internet is that when it's not vetted through some some sort of system... There's no possible way of being able to differentiate the true from the false. Not that it's like easy in a university setting, but at least there's some sort of criteria. Like the, 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 the academic standards of the university would at least say like, okay, this might be biased, but at least it's been through some system. YouTube, there is no yeah. system. It's just... Yeah,
1: but it, it this, this argument would say that there is no intellectuals in QAnon.
0: I would say that is almost definitely true.
1: There's no leader?
0: There is no leader in QAnon. No, I don't believe so. There are there are big figures. Some
1: of
2: these people, I think some of these people are educated, but they are the ones who are just trolling and thinking this is hilarious. Um, and then your the the religion point is great because you only if you have a million people thinking about something and everybody only believes in 10% of it, then everyone believes in part of it, and then it starts becoming a face, you
0: know? 100%. And what you were saying, Natasha, about intellectuals, that isn't to say that everybody in QAnon is stupid. It's just that to be an intellectual means that you have, that you on some level have studied and acquired like you were saying, critical thinking, reason, well, scientific kind of m- method, fact-checking so, cite your sources. Well, Q I thought maybe does- there
1: was like an elite strain.
0: I don't uh, oh like that good the like that dank QAnon that uh <laughs> no. I don't know either. <laughs> have we gone down a QAnon rabbit hole? Should we take a call?
1: Yeah, let's take a call. Um,
0: unless guy, unless you have some parting thoughts. I have none. All right, let's take a call. The first person we're going to call is Tyler in Vancouver.
1: Hello? Tyler.
0: Tyler. Yes. Tyler, Tyler, Tyler. <laughs> how do you feel about QAnon? About what? Great great answer. It's Moshe Kasher.
1: <laughs> and Natasha Leggero. And we're joined with our friend Guy Branham.
0: Hi,
3: how are you guys? Hello,
2: Tyler. How are you?
3: I'm doing well, thank you.
0: Good, how's Vancouver? Good.
3: Uh, it's all right, it's all right. Um, we're just kind of going through a couple more additional shutdowns right now.
1: <laughs> like what's but, happening, uh, they're, like, they're doing restaurants now or something, or reclosing things? Yeah,
3: they, we, we've, we just decided to close uh, all nightclubs because that's kind of been the biggest upswing in cases. So, And that's okay for with me.
0: Yeah, nightclubs. Can you fucking <laughs> imagine going to a nightclub right now? How do you get, make the well, decision to get to a nightclub?
3: I I couldn't tell you. That is not something I'm into doing right now. However, we have far less cases daily than than you
0: guys do. Well, so okay, don't make it an <laughs> international skirmish. Stop
2: fucking bragging,
0: okay? <laughs> you know Tyler guy guy knows more about the history of of Canada than I would actually I bet than you.
3: I was going to say maybe more than me too.
1: <laughs> well, um so guy, Ty-
0: guy what wait I want to know what are your okay. what are your what are your top favorite things about Canada, guy?
2: Um, they're obsessed with this guy with cancer Who ran across the country And he's like their national hero And he didn't even finish running across the country Because the cancer beat him And they just love him because yeah. he tried so hard Who's And America would that? never Terry, do that
0: Shout out to Terry Fox uh, Well you know what Speaking of you guys do it your way We do it our way We also had a guy that ran across the country And he made it His name was Forrest Gump <laughs> happen. <laughs>
1: um, So Tyler, what's going on? How can we help you?
3: Uh, well, first of all, I just want to say thanks for having me. I'm such a huge fan of the podcast. Oh, thank you. Um, I just, my mom just recently decided to tell my brothers and I that we have a sister. Um, a, a sister we didn't know about. Um, and very, it was a very dramatic kind of family blow up and I'm kind of just trying to find out what I should do to, to like confirm is this my sister is is that real is my mom this up um just a little backstory um my parents have been divorced for a while now it's a very long and tumultuous divorce they can't even be in the same room as each other um but back in the day when we were kids my parents would up get back together split up get back together a lot they had they were dating people in the times that they were split up and we had met a few of their love interests if you say if you will and uh so this woman that my mom says my dad cheated on her with to have this baby uh is a woman that we are aware of and had met back in the day so that kind of you know she didn't just make up a random girl or anything um, and so she just, she, this girl is in her twenties now and, you know, we're all grown up as well. And, um, her, her proof, a couple of photos, <laughs> um, of this girl's Facebook and like, look how much she looks like your dad. Look how much she looks like your dad. And you know, she's, she's really pretty. So yeah, she could look like, me. but, um, oh, your dad, I, your I think
0: dad, your dad was really beautiful, <laughs> Well, yes, I would say so. He was a very beautiful girl. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. go ahead. Go ahead, Tyler. Let me me not mock your family narrative.
3: No worries. I was trying to actually make... Your parents
1: were hot. They fucked around. I was
3: trying to sort of be funnier and say that I'm the hot one, but it's okay. okay. We
0: can give it to them. (laughs) Well, you sound hot enough, Tyler. We get it.
3: Thanks. Thanks. Um, So, yeah, we're just kind of like this isn't enough proof. How could you like bring this up as your proof? And what if we ruin this girl's life who thinks she has a different father? And yeah, we're kind of right. So like I looked this girl up on Facebook and, and you know, I don't know what really to do. I don't want to like, both my brothers are like, it's not true. There's no way my dad, he doesn't really doesn't like to talk about things but he did deny it to one of my brothers
0: he denied Um, the affair or he denied that that was his daughter
3: he denied it was his daughter got it how yeah he can't really deny the affair because we met this woman back when we
0: were kids
1: but it's kind of like a no duh
0: is it a no duh it sounds like a jealous mom it doesn't sound obvious guy what do you think
2: um i think that Tyler's mom sounds like a master of drama and I really respect her. And <laughs> I think it, like, his primary reason for reaching out for, to this girl should be to fuck with his mom. Both <laughs> like dangle delicious tidbits in front of her and then not give them.
0: Oh, that's nice. Bring the drama. Bring the. Dr- it's actually literally the quintessence of the advice, save the drama for your mama.
1: <laughs>
3: if it were well, he- that's what I... Go ahead. All right. I was going to say you're bang on with the drama stuff and I try to like limit the other drama in my life because I, you know, my mom brings a lot of it.
1: <laughs> if it were me, I would stay out of it.
0: Just don't contact this Who, person.
1: And, and if she contacts you, be like really open and nice about it.
0: Well, no, he, but Tyler, well, let me ask you this. If you what if you knew for sure it was your sister, how would that change things?
3: Oh, I would absolutely not think twice about ruining her family life. I would <laughs> want my sister.
0: Oh, oh, I see. You would, if it was your sister, you would be willing to, uh, to face the blowback of blowing this person's family narrative up in order to have a relationship with her. Absolutely, got it. Why? Because he, <laughs> you're because more I, about I, you I, than him. I'm
3: curious. I grew I grew up with two brothers and you know I was if I was denied a sister I would be rather upset about it and you know I would want a sister.
1: So you would you would rather have a new sister in your twenties than be on your mom's side? What do you mean, mom's side?
3: No, well, that is my mom's side. I
2: mean, Natasha. Let's be fair. It, his mom sounds like a lot.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Maybe I just need some new female positivity in my life, and she she just looks like a lot of fun. I mean, I just imagine like playing Barbies with her when I was little, and like being denied that is horrible.
0: Tyler, I think I've got it actually. It's, this is like uh, the plot to a rom com, but without the rom because that would be weird because that's your sister, and for other reasons as well. But like, <laughs> but it just sounds like what you should probably do is contact her. Don't tell her that you're uh, that you're her brother possibly forge a relationship with her become friends with her hang out with her play barbies with her and then get close enough that you get to that relationship where you're like stroking her hair you know and then one night she's like oh tyler you're the best and you're like you're the best too, bridget or whatever and then she's drifting off to sleep and you pluck a single hair from her head put it in your pocket, take it to a DNA test and find out if she's your sister. And then at the end of the movie, the end of the movie is, I, I'm i your brother. And she's like, I can't believe you kept this from me and you lied to me. And you say, but I love you. And then she says, I love you too. And then you, you guys hug in this in this movie.
3: After I chased her through the airport.
0: That's right, exactly.
3: <laughs> um, or I, I could go like full stake out and just like, you know, pick up a a tissue that she dropped on the ground, right? Is that weirder?
0: That's creepier, yeah, because you didn't... He's, okay. Yeah, that's, that's just police work.
3: Tyler, I, I, am I
2: correcting, after ascertaining that you are a homosexual man?
0: <laughs> yes.
2: All right, so you're not unfamiliar with the use of app. Let's say that there was a grinder and or a hinge for finding members of your secret family. You would 100% use that, right? Yes. Yeah. Twenty-three and Me is essentially just grinder for <laughs> secret family. What you need to do, without even like getting up all all up in her shit, you just need to twenty-three and me. And then if Bridget, let's call her Bridget, like thinks that she might have a secret family, she's gonna twenty-three and me too. And then you're gonna have somebody mm-hmm. show up as your cousin or half sister, and you're gonna be like bingo, and then you guys can start the relationship um you know that that takes the pressure off of having to stalk her or do police work but i do think the other thing to consider is that like who does she think her dad is and does that dad think he is her
3: dad because that's
2: also something i would be worried about
0: right well yeah
3: i i did some digging there too and yeah it appears that i mean i don't know what he thinks but it looks that she thinks that's her
0: dad <laughs> oh so it would really blow up her life to find this information out by the way guy i yeah. love that, i love that you had to uh in order for T- for tyler to be able to wrap his mind around the concept of 23andme you had to translate it into <laughs> homosexual <laughs> app speak <laughs> like First of all, let me just start. are you gay? Yeah, okay. So, as you may know, there are apps for gay men. Yes, I'm aware. Okay, there are other apps that are not exclusively for gay men. Okay, really? Yeah. I hate yes, when yes.
1: they say that they found a relative for me. Oh, really? That's a bummer so, to
3: me. I actually Good. just did 23andMe.
1: Wait, what were you going to say, Guy?
2: Oh, I mean, the thing is, Tyler is Canadian. And doing 23andMe for most Canadians is just finding out, but you are 98% Scottish and 2% Irish. <laughs> How white are you, Tyler?
3: <laughs> okay, Tyler. actually, you... a lot whiter than I thought I was going to be. But <laughs> wait, yeah. he just
1: did 23Me, Tyler. So what is it? Yeah,
3: what
0: happened? What did you learn?
3: Well, I mean, if if she if she hasn't done it, then it really isn't going to tell me anything. Or even if she has done it, it would not say she's not your sister. Wait. So
0: what if you said? Yep. What if you said to her? What if you? facebook messenger and say i think i might be um, a long lost cousin i'm adopted and i'm trying to get to the bottom of my family roots are you on 23 (laughs) no this won't work well what about this okay
3: tyler what what if i reach out to her mom because her mom's the only one who knows the truth and then and then like right because then i don't have to blow up this girl's life and you know maybe her mom be willing to well, I guess she has the right to deny it if it were true, but the mom's be kind of the only one with the actual information. And she knows she would know who I am.
0: You know what I dislike about you, Tyler? I'll, I'll tell you. It's that you have the audacity to call our podcast, say you're a fan, and then give us at the end of the call the obvious best advice, <laughs> the, the one that was dangling in front of our face that we missed completely, and you knew the whole time. You knew the whole time. Well, I could just sense the conversation was coming to an end and I wasn't done yet.
1: <laughs> Wait, but I have a question. I If, if I had yeah. a sister that was my sister, I would not, I don't think I would want to meet her. <laughs> because, like, we don't have, like, shared memories. Isn't that the point of having a brother or sister is like, yeah, we have a common enemy or a common, you know, common growing up. You know, Natasha's been stunned this whole time
0: At the concept of wanting to be in touch with a family <laughs> <laughs> Natasha did
3: you, did,
2: you, did you see the documentary Three identical uh, Three identical strangers
3: no. yes. yes
2: Is it good uh, It's really good that it was these guys Who like were identical triplets Who like really um, Found each other and understood Themselves after they met each other And then one of them committed suicide and I think we should now take bets on which of Tyler or his siblings commits <laughs> suicide.
0: Tyler, don't do it. Wait, this is really That's, this is really, you're right. This is really interesting, though. <laughs> T- Natasha, you are basically saying that you you re- you truly don't believe in the idea that there's something about family that is inherently valuable relationship wise other than shared experiences. Like you don't really believe in that. your
1: blood is the same. Yeah,
0: you don't really believe in any way that like family because they're a relative is is like in any nothing more than a friend or, or an acquaintance or a stranger nothing. No. Oh that's but Tyler, you do.
3: Well, uh, yeah, I would say I think blood is thicker than water in, in some
0: ways. Well, I think you're on to something, Tyler. You, you contact the mom. Let's say he wants to his sister, if it's his sister. You contact the mom. You say, this may be a painful memory, but I'm contacting you only because I really would be interested in a relationship with, mo- with my sister if this is my sister. So as awkward mm-hmm. as this is... Did, is, is, do you think I'm related to this person? How bad do you think it would be if I contacted them and started a dialogue on that way? She could then also say, she might surprise you and say, yes, it's your sister, but if you were to contact her, it would absolutely ruin her life and, and she would never mm-hmm. recover from it. And you wouldn't want to treat your sister like that, would you? I mean, are Barbies worth it? No, no, <laughs> they were, but not anymore. i moved past that. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. Well, Yeah, that's true. I also think you need to ask yourself how much more drama do you want in your life because maybe that hole could be filled by just like, you know, like, like Guy said. The getting... real housewives. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing.
2: The, the woman who is the mother of this girl is going to deny it to Tyler and then the minute she gets off the phone and for purposes of this impression, Tyler's mom is named Diane, she's immediately <laughs> going to say, Oh, that bitch, Diane, turn up shit again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She's the reason she's the reason Bruce. I'm going to call your dad Bruce. She's the reason Bruce came to me in the first place because he couldn't stand being around all that drama.
1: My stepmom was named Diane and she and my mom used to be best friends. And my dad left my mom for Diane and it was terrible. They hated each other our whole childhood.
0: I wonder why yeah. you don't have such a strong relationship with family, <laughs> Natasha. <laughs> but I'm
1: just saying, it's like, you know, real friends or real connection. I don't think just because someone has the same DNA as you it, that it makes yeah. any difference.
0: Well, we've given you a 2 prong attack, um, Tyler. It's one is, uh, I think maybe you're going to drop the pretend to be her best friend and never let on why you're contacting. But 23 yeah. and Me to see if she's there and contact the mom in a very respectful way and see what happens. And then will you get back in touch with us if anything develops? Absolutely. Wait, hold
1: on. Guy, do you have any parting advice?
2: No, I like Moshe's plan.
1: Okay, good.
0: You have a plan, Tyler. Let us know what happens. And God bless Canada.
3: (laughs) Thanks. Good luck to all of you guys. Thanks, you too. Take care.
0: Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye.
1: Well, I thought maybe there was like a way that he could get like you know, more female energy in his life.
0: Well, that, yeah, he needs a, he needs a best friend, but there's, but I think you're missing the idea of having a sister when you've always wanted a sister. There's something, maybe it's a fa- a fairy tale or a fantasy, but there's something kind of beautiful about that or something like he doesn't want a, a, a buddy. he wants, Someone that he's like, this is family, and she's a woman, and I can relate to her in a different way than I've related to my brothers.
1: So you think if you adopted a child, you wouldn't love it as much?
0: That is definitely what I'm saying. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> you know,
2: I think the thing is, is I I, I like Natasha's refu- refutation of biological determinism. I think I come down a whole lot closer to her, um, and I, but I think Moshe, like probably the fact that. Do both of your parents have um, genetic hearing loss within their families? Yes. I mean, that, pr- that probably would just influence my understanding of shit like being related uh, <laughs> in a like, very deep way. Because it's so if binary. Like, yes. Yeah, like people fucking inherit shit that impacts how they lead their lives. <laughs> I right. hey, mean, by the pay way, sacks, hearing loss. <laughs>
0: well, by the way, I am I'm more on your side, your both of your sides than I'm letting on. I just I yeah. understand what, why people think that. My mom is constantly trying to like uh, get me to go meet fifth cousins in that are, live in the Southern California area, and I'm like, why? What What does that have to do with yeah. me? I'm more on your side, but I just I understand, like, feeling like you didn't get a thing in your family that could have been meaningful, and wanting that yeah. thing.
1: I mean, yeah, I'd like to have been on a yacht in every country. <laughs> I don't know; it just feels well, like
2: Natasha, yes. like. You like you know how close I have been with like Heather McDonald and Karen Kilgariff, and like it took me forever to realize that I was just trying to have a relationship with my sister through these other brunette women who were five years older. Than me. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that that's a much better way. I should have told Tyler that. Find a lady comedian who's the right age. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> make her your non-crazy sister.
0: Totally. Two, two of the great podcasters of our time, too: the uh, the, <laughs> the Juicy Scoop and my favorite Murder. Um, guy, would you like to? uh what do you think let's
1: secrets yeah maybe we could hear a few secrets and he can just comment on them yeah
0: we we have a secrets hotline where our, our listeners call in and they leave their deep dark secrets and then we just listen to them and then we riff on them you want to hear a few
1: wonderful our producer looks stressed did you see a mouse Ew. Wait, why did you say that why did you bring that up laura <laughs> laura 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 there's a mouse. You have a mouse
0: in the house? No, we're not trying to catch. There's a mouse in the house m- b- guy. And I saw it last night while we were recording. And I didn't, t- at the very beginning, I didn't tell Natasha. I hate my- And now oh. our producer just stopped, uh, stopped us down so that she could let the, the, the host of the podcast know that her greatest <laughs> fear has come true. Would, would Cutie allow
2: a cat in the house?
1: Oh, cat! I was like, why don't any of these fucking dogs go after the mouse? Right, because dogs don't. Yeah. I, I'm allergic.
0: You're allergic. Yeah. Can we get a? Um, oh, can we get a hairless one?
1: A hairless. Cat. I've always
0: wanted a hairless cat.
1: Those,
0: those things are those things are disgusting. Oh, guy, you of you all have people have a
1: hairless dog. You, you,
0: you open-minded man, in every aspect of your life, you would wait, dare wait. judge.
1: Can we just like focus for a second? No, we can't. What are we going to do about this mouse? I have this peppermint spray. Should I spray it behind the couch?
0: Uh, I mean, just let the mouse be and let's keep podcasting. Actually, all this is staying in the podcast. Guy,
1: do you have any tips? Like, is there anything I can do? Do you have any
0: tips for rodent destruction, (laughs) Guy? You're from Yuba City.
1: My
2: only only tip for rodent destruction is owning like a large band of feral cats that live in your backyard and are supposed (laughs) to kill.
0: (laughs) Is that literally the situation at your house?
2: It's a hundred percent the situation
0: at my house. Love that.
1: Like, Wait, so mice will get in, want, and then the cats just—what do they do? They eat it and then spit out the carcass.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. Great. I mean, the bowl. thing is, it's
2: like mice don't like mice and rats don't make it into the house. There's like an orchard, so if we didn't have a large band of feral cats, the when we have it, the house is just full of rats and ground squirrels. But then, if you have a large population of cats, there are no rats inside because they've all been eaten oh. on their way in.
1: Maybe I don't like the country. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to be in a hotel on the countryside.
0: Are you going to be able to do the secrets with Guy and then we'll deal with the mouse? While
1: there's a mouse in here?
0: Well, what is the other option? Okay, fine. Okay, we're going to play some secrets, Guy.
1: I wish this was live. Guy, you don't like a bald cat.
0: You just seem so much like a man that would like a bald cat.
1: They're ugly, honey. They are ugly, but that's what's beautiful
0: about them.
2: I realize I'm bald myself, but I think I bring other things to the table.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That's really all they have going on.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not like that. That's always something that is like, you know, okay, that's that's fine, you know, but it's not like <laughs> that can't be it.
0: Yeah, you, you got to bring more. Okay, Guy, here are some secrets as we deal with Natasha's terror.
1: Oh my God, I hope I don't see it.
0: It's really cute. I saw it last night. It's actually really cute. We have a we have a person coming tomorrow.
3: Mm. Hey Natasha. Um, oh, it's just secret. to me. So I'm an online <laughs> tutor and one of the kids I was tutoring, uh, had an earthquake happen, and I gave her the advice to run outside right away because I panicked and I don't know what to do during earthquakes. And that is that is the the at at all. Um, and when she hopped back on and told me, I felt kind of bad. But my first thought was, we wouldn't have lost that much because she was so what stupid. Bye.
1: What? So his secret is just like a bad thought. His
0: secret is like, I'm a bad guy, I guess. <laughs> you know.
1: Also, I
2: think that's very good advice.
0: It's not. If you're inside, stay inside. If you're outside, stay outside. That's the classic... I see that you didn't go really? to public schools in the Bay Area, Guy. <laughs> if you're, no. If you're indoors, stay indoors. If you're outdoors, stay outdoors. That's what they say. Dude, when I I was in uh, Oakland, obviously, for the Loma Prieta 94 earthquake, oh, I think it was 94, 92. Anyway, whatever. Uh, my grandmother, Natasha, you have to just focus for the. You, uh, guy, if you could see Natasha's face, she is <laughs> not here right now. She is definitely thinking only about mice um i can do you want to do you need to stop your
1: story i'm listening it's a podcast it's not on zoom
0: okay well it's actually on there's a three camera shoot here right now (laughs) anyway i lived my grandma i was with my grandma at her house and i lived uh she lived in an apartment building that was like on stilts kind of so the the parking was underneath the apartment building and and uh and as the the building was shaking. My grandma grabbed her car keys and ran downstairs to the What is happening? She's Are you kidding me?
1: Sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. She was her eyes were darting. Sorry.
0: Whose eyes were darting? The pod, our producer Laura? Alright, guy, I don't know what we're gonna do. No, no, do. no,
1: just keep telling your story. Yeah,
0: it'll be it's a pretty good environment for storytelling. <laughs> no, it's no, definitely, just tell your story, tell your story. This is like a an episode of the moth where the, every once in a while the woman screams, Oh my god.
1: <laughs> wait, just keep telling your All
0: story. Alright, should we just do another no, secret? No, 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 tell your story. It's too late. Let's do another secret. Okay, I'm just
2: gonna stand up. No, wait, I wanna say something. Yes, yes guys. I think that I think that Natasha should buy a new like Fur coat, and then just insist to everyone that you guys had a chinchilla infestation, uh, like a silver gray chinchilla infestation, and you guys set out some traps, and that's where the coat came from. That way, that's a way that Natasha can embrace the experience of having an infestation in the house.
1: To be honest, okay, I have a question.
0: What, Natasha?
1: Maybe Guy has some advice for me because I want to be more tough, but I really cannot deal with the thought of a mouse. Well, okay. I mean, Guy, the, any thoughts the on thing is,
2: at the end of the day, mice are fucking adorable. That is so like, true. Mi- mice are fucking adorable. Rats are terrible. So, um, mice are not the worst. I... That's how you have like a 2 year old child in your home and you need to kill this thing.
0: <laughs> We're going to. We have someone coming tomorrow. But you're so right. <laughs> I saw the little thing yesterday. It was the cutest thing. It had on a little hat and a, and a knapsack and it had just come... <laughs> It it's just like came in from the in. Ukraine. It just came from the Ukraine. It, it, his name was <laughs> Little Five. Guy, have you heard the story about about Fievel, um and an American tale? Apparently, uh, guy, not... you'll like this story. Apparently, yeah. um, the guy that you know, Mouse, M A U S, the the Holocaust yeah. tale. Um, that guy went in to pitch Mouse to like disney or whoever it was that made um american tale and they were like i'm sorry this is just too dark uh we can't do a holocaust story about a mouse and uh and like uh nine months later american tale came out from the same company which is basically the same okay. thing but it's just a That's truly horrible <laughs> it's the pogroms not the holocaust it's just like the same <laughs> thing but like a little bit a little bit jazzed up can, Natasha, I, ask, can I ask you guys
1: one more question about yeah, mice yeah do you guys think it's like roaches, where if you see one, there's like, two hundred? No. Guy, he's smarter than you, honey. No.
0: He's smart enough to know that even if the answer was yes, <laughs> he should say yeah. no right now. Um, Guy, do you want to hear another he didn't secret? Even let him answer. He said no. No. Okay. Okay, one more secret, and then I think we probably have to wrap this up. Natasha is having a nervous breakdown. All right, let's play one more secret for Guy.
3: Hey guys. Um,
2: secret. It's a COVID secret. Um, so there's a piano in my house with, uh, I live with four people and I've been putting the Bose system down there with just like amazing, like piano riffs and everything on it. And everybody thinks I'm a great pianist now. <laughs> and, um, I find it really funny, but it's just going to be really shitty when, um, I have to actually try to play the piano in
3: front of him. So yeah, that's my secret. Bye.
0: So this guy's pretending to be a good pianist?
1: I think he should just learn the G chord or something.
0: Guy, what do you think?
2: Uh, I have been duolingoing French very hard during quarantine, and I think it's everyone's obligation to learn a skill. Like all of us need to come out of this with something. You guys are raising your daughter. I don't know if you say her name on Facebook. Yeah, but we- um, like that's, that's enough work for you guys to do. But this guy, like Natasha's saying, he can fucking learn to play chapsticks or something.
1: Oh, I have a question. Have, have you learned any skill, Guy, this quarantine? He
0: just said he learned French, honey. Oh,
1: you really, I mean, you really, truly <laughs> learned it. Well, maybe there was something else. Well, I think you got well, mouse brain. I've,
2: I've been I've been doing it very hard, but then finally, eventually, I got a tutor online And so now every Tuesday morning, um, would you like to know how I selected the tutor? I found the hottest person who was available at the time that I needed. Uh, And his name is Jean Guillaume, and he used to play professional soccer, and I love him.
0: Oh, that is... is, Yeah, nothing, nothing on earth sounds hotter than fucking your French tutor. I mean, that...
1: Also, also the fact that we can learn French via Zoom, that sounds awesome. Is you that... don't have to drive to, like, Pasadena City College or something. Is that what you do? Do you right. Zoom
0: with Jean-Pierre, or whatever his name is?
2: Yes, I Zoom every morning, uh, every Tuesday morning at 9, um, and he spend most of it just making me say the sound ooh, and then telling me that I'm doing it wrong um <laughs> but it's really valuable I, I love learned, it
1: yeah
0: um well guy I think maybe we should wrap this up even though I would love to keep talking Natasha is standing on the couch right now um right. and is is very very I upset just,
1: I just don't know like I just don't want it to like scuttle across me
0: they don't approach you because they're scared of you because you're like imagine
1: but they're met, so dumb that they don't know
0: they don't run on your feet i think well let's yeah. let's go after the podcast wraps up let's go find him and i'll show him to you and dangle him <laughs> in front of your face and you can eat him like farley moat uh, i don't know who that is honey <laughs> um guy
2: Canada's, he's Canada's greatest nature writer.
0: <laughs> Let's get Tyler back on the phone. Um, Guy, we miss you terribly, and we can't wait to see you whenever people see each other again.
2: I miss you guys a lot. Let's hope this is all over in time for your guys' Hanukkah party. Oh,
0: man. <laughs> I love that.
2: All right, Guy. Thank okay. you. Thank Bye. you for joining us. Take care. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: Well, Tosh it's uh, been a rough a a rough one but we got a podcast done we talked to a a friend we love and we will have someone come here tomorrow and humanely catch this mouse and bring it to a forest nearby okay and and even though you are standing on the couch in (laughs) truly paralyzed by terror nonetheless I love you
1: I love you too